0: Hello, listeners, welcome to the TMI Mic'd Up podcast. I'm Elisa Slezinska, and on this episode, I'm chatting with Dee Tut, founder and creator of Seville Tropical Rum Cocktail. Welcome, Dee. How are you?
1: Hi, Elisa. I am doing great here in sunny California, and thanks for having me.
0: Uh, you had to rub that in, right? Yes, I I <laughs> did. I did. <laughs> I know we keep saying one day the snow will stop, but I don't know about that right now. Yeah. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today, mainly because this is one of the very few times where we consider drinking on the job acceptable. I mean, we're chatting about your delicious tropical rum. It's basically cocktails and conversation. Yeah, that's a great mix. That's a great mix. So here we go. First question I need to know tell me the story of Savile. How was it founded?
1: Well, Savile, if you had told me, I say 15 years ago, that I would be in the alcohol industry, I would have said, no way, no how. And, um, I'm a person who, uh, I was a former hairstylist, but I'm a person who love, love, love to entertain in my home. And, um, I created a, basically a punch, um, cocktail that, um, I made up in my kitchen and it has evolved over 35 years in the making Mm -hmm. and people enjoyed it. Whoever came to my house, um, for some of my parties, they have always looked forward to me serving this, this particular punch, this rum punch. And, uh, it wasn't until I felt like after listening to their comments of, Oh, it's too, this it's too strong. It's too sweet. It's too this and that, you know, I, I you know, when I would tweak it and next time, and you know, they, I would just get the rave reviews and, and it wasn't until, um, People st- uh, kept asking me for, it. you know, can I make it for their events that uh, I had my my team, which is my uh, family, my uh, husband and uh, two children. They kept encouraging me, you know, put it on the market, mom. You really need to put it on the market. Or so My husband would say, babe, you need to put it on the market. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was apprehensive at first about putting an alcohol brand on the market. I went to. Uh, my spiritual uh, leaders, which is God up above and asked, um, about it. And he, I felt like he gave me my, the blessings to go ahead and do this and told me he had my back. And,
0: uh, here we are. I love that. So in essence, your family and friends were your focus group. Like they were the first ones trying this amazing tropical cocktail
1: Yes, they were the first. Uh my kids grew up watching everyone drinking and then when they became of age, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. they um uh, indulged. <laughs> <And> so, <that. laughs> yes, yes. And then you know, it was also influenced um by my travels, the uh the uh, brand itself. I love to visit the Caribbean islands mm-hmm. and when you're in the Caribbean, what do you like to do is lie in the sun on in the on the beach and drink rum cocktails. And so I would, you know, sit with the bartenders mm-hmm. and add these things to my, what they were using to my, my drink and just test it out on people. And
0: here we are. I love that. So it definitely does. I mean, your spoken is a taste of the islands and I've been fortunate enough to try the cocktail and it is very much like the color itself is very bright. It's, it makes you already think of the sun and then follow up with the taste profile and it's Absolutely, like transporting you to the islands. I love that. But can you kind of describe what flavor profiles when you say Caribbean, the islands? What did you want to go into the cocktail and a little bit more maybe about like the product development? How did that go?
1: Well, uh, what I wanted to make sure that was encompassed in this this brand is a clean, refreshing taste. As you know, uh, my brand is a ready-to-drink cocktail, so Mm -hmm. there's no mixing involved. All you have to do is open the bottle, open a can, and just pour it over ice, and uh, so I wanted to make sure... Because prior to me developing this cocktail, you know, you will buy the ready to drink cocktails and you have to doctor them. And there was always some little strange aftertaste. So I wanted to make sure that our brand did not have that aftertaste and that it was just a clean, refreshing taste, almost like you had the oranges and pineapples and all Mm -hmm. the different citrus fruits and, and the rum coming, you know, from the right from the barrels and then the fruits coming from the trees. So that's what I wanted to make our brand taste like.
0: Very cool. Um, I do wanna ask, so not only is the flavor profile amazing, but also what's really exciting is that it is all natural, non-GMO, it's even vegan. Why did you think you wanted to even incorporate those kind of qualities with your cocktail?
1: First of all, a lot of people that I, you you have autoimmune diseases Mm -hmm. and, you know, just from research and reading gluten, like uh, to be gluten free, uh, people can enjoy this brand without worrying about, you know, the the side effects uh, from it. The vegan part, um, even though it's all fruit based sugar and rum, all sugar is not vegan. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that there was no animal byproducts in anything that we were doing so vegans can enjoy it. I just wanted a brand that for, you know, no one had an excuse to say, I can't try that because it's this. So I want to make sure it was just a clean, refreshing taste and that there's no chemicals whatsoever that are artificial chem- chemicals that were comprised in this, this brand.
0: Oh, that's great. So, I mean, your cocktail is able to reach even a larger population. More people can enjoy it, which is amazing.
1: (laughs) Right. And they, you know, usually when you hear those things, gluten free, vegan, you might even the the um, average consumer might say, oh, it probably doesn't taste great. Well, they're pretty amazed when they actually take a sip of this to see, wow, you know, uh, you really taste the, the natural flavors of the brand.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, you kind of hit it right on the head there. Some people are even worrisome to try something that says gluten-free, but you tried and I would not even know that there's all these amazing benefits, so to say, within this cocktail that it just tastes like a clean, normal, tropical cocktail. I love it.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, people, um, I think it's, it's catching on that people, uh they, they want to know what's going in their bodies. They want to mm-hmm. know that they're not consuming something artificial that may not agree with their, um, their biological systems that's not doing other things. Mm-hmm.
0: No, we've definitely become more health conscious as a society, but we still like to indulge. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel like yes. this is a very good balance. Right, right. So something that I do want to bring up and something that is very important is that Savile is a woman-owned and Black-owned company. And this month is February, which is Black History Month. So in your own words, why is it important to support Black entrepreneurs and businesses?
1: You know, as a child, um, I I believe it's it's just rooted in me. I I always cheered for the underdog. I believe that we should support Black-owned businesses because we have good products and services. Mm -hmm. I think we have not gotten the uh, recognition that we deserve as that's why I, I believe that some people are afraid to do business with us. Some people are also afraid of doing business with people who don't look like them. Mm. And then also, you know, we typically, Black businesses, we typically don't have the broad marketing that we need to make people aware that we have these products out there, products or services out there, uh, because it's hard for us to... raise the funds, the capital that is needed in order to do the marketing that is needed uh, to be done to get out there. So, you know, um, so it's just so many challenges uh, with being a black owned business. But I I believe that if people just openly just try our products, our brands, we won't have to be the underdog. So I just I say, let's let's invest in and let's support black businesses where we can.
0: Absolutely. You know, thank you for sharing your, you know, insights on that. And you briefly just mentioned funding and funding is important to obviously every entrepreneur out there. But sometimes it is more difficult for minority entrepreneurs to get that startup capital, especially. So I'm glad you were able to touch on that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's fortunately that, you know, I had mentors, of course, that, you um, And approaching the mentors and they say, oh, you need maybe X amount of dollars to launch a alcohol product, which we had. Uh, I had the means to do so. So but years down the line, you you come to realize, wait a minute, you can't use all your own capital Mm -hmm. and you need to, you know, you need to tap into some investors in order to make this work.
0: Right. Absolutely. And then also, like I mentioned, so Savile is also a woman-owned company and being a woman in a predominantly male-driven industry, you know, the beverage industry, the alcohol industry must have taught you some lessons. Tell me some ways you had to fight for a seat at the table or maybe a seat at the bar in your case. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. So early on in this journey, you know, I was introduced to uh, a Caucasian man who had 30 years of experience in the alcohol industry. Mm-hmm. he was always encouraging and, and you know took me around to meet his network of counterparts who were first shot just to see a black woman enter in this space and they boldly would ask the questions what are you doing wow. <laughs> you know wow. you know what are you doing and so i'm like you know well, i was taken aback of course but mm-hmm you know, even though they, they love the the product and they didn't believe in my vision. Mm. And so my vision was to keep my, my brand clean and fresh. And they were like, look, no one cares about You know, that it's gluten-free or has no artificial preservatives or vegan. You know, no one cares about that. So let's cheapen the brand, precisely what they were saying, is, and put some artificial ingredients in there. And they said, we could sell this all day long. So don't have a classy cocktail. Let's just have something that people can maybe just get high off of and, you know, not so much enjoy. Just go for what it's going to do for a minute. But I'm the type of person, I like the flavor in my drink. I believe is a, it is a premium brand, yeah. and so I wasn't I wasn't willing to cut costs. And this, I believe, they're putting me in a box to say, you know, cut your losses. Uh, made me a stronger businesswoman. I'm always open to constructive criticism and advice, but. That didn't push me to give up or anything. I I just, I said I had to keep going. So I wanted to be a trailblazer in this industry by making my my brand uh, all natural and vegan and gluten-free, non-GMO. I wanted to, and and using premium rum, a lot of RTDs are made, RTD stands for ready to drink. A lot of RTDs are made with wine base and they flavor up to taste like whatever, like rum or uh, vodka or, you know, something like that. But I was, you know, set on using the actual rum. So it forced me to just, really go out there and just not give in all the challenges that I've been through, not just give up and tuck my tail between my legs and just say, well, at least I tried. This has been a journey. Uh, we've been out on the market since basically 2015. Uh, six years later, we're still here. So I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. It
0: sounds to me like you have some uh, woman's intuition. So <laughs> to, to those naysayers out there, you stuck to your guy. You knew what you wanted and you saw there was a need for the marketplace for your drinks. So kudos to you. Dee. Right,
1: <laughs> right. And this is, that also led me to, you know, I, um, I reside in uh, Bolingbroke, Illinois, mm-hmm. and it, it took me back to my hometown of California where the trend was already there of mm-hmm. uh, being all natural. And so I just I believe when you ask for things in prayers that you'll be led and I was led back here to California. And we had a pretty, you know, successful launch in the beginning, but you know, we you, of course you make mistakes along the way, but we're we're back.
0: And I do actually want to pivot to that so Savile has been around like you said for 6 years, but in 2020 you chose to rebrand and relaunch Savile. This was obviously prior to anyone's knowledge of what 2020 would hold for us. So how did your business have to adapt during the pandemic? Did you see some changes you needed to make? Or tell me a little bit more about your experience. Well, after
1: the challenges of going back, uh, we sold our product 2018, our initial product that was on the market. And we we took the advice and the comments from consumers, actual consumers of the brand. It was always favorable, but what they wanted to see and you know the encouragement that they wanted us to keep going. So we had to go back, uh, we had to raise the funds and repackage our brand to make it more convenient. Uh, we decided to go with cans. So we're in the single serve cans now. So then, you know, once we got ready to uh, do another production in 2020, the pandemic hit and it's like, oh my God, what, what are we going to do now? Because we can't go into the stores and actually do tastings and we can't do events to make people aware of the brand. So we just had to put our minds together and just, you know, Hey, uh, Come back, And so now it's more e-commerce. So we rely heavily on our social media and our PR to actually get people to know about our brand, because you can't go on to, you know, when you launch a new brand, people basically, they want to taste it. They want to see what they, so you, we can no longer do tastings until, you know, COVID is under control we can't have large functions so we just relying on our social media platforms and also word of mouth to get us uh, to get people to buy the brand
0: and i do want to ask how do you personally like to enjoy Seville? what do you recommend and how do you drink it Let's see.
1: I l- love to drink Seville just over ice. I think that's the best way you just, you know, whether it's a cold day, whether it's a hot day or whatever it, I like to drink it over ice and it's a great conversational piece because when other people try and they're talking about it and they're just so amazed about, you know, what they're drinking. So I just like it over ice, even though our brand mixes well with other spirits, it's almost, it could be a base for anything. Uh, You don't need to add anything with it, but you can add a shot of tequila. You can drink it with champagne, replace the orange juice and make it half and half with uh, champagne and make a a mimosa from it. I mean, it's just it's very, very versatile. You can just mix about just about you can even put red, uh, red wine. You can have red wine and mix some Civile in it. And it's a you could just create so many different flavors. So it's a very versatile drink. But like I said, I like it over ice or martini style because our original brand was Cavile rum teeny. Mm. And which is a rum martini.
0: Yeah, no, I've definitely personally enjoyed it over ice, and it is I mean, it just brings out that flavor profile. And I like said I've had it. And the fall, on a cold day and a warm day, and both were just fine. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> yes, and I, on a cold day, it'll make you feel like you're on the islands. And, you know, the best thing about Seville is that I call it a vacation in the bottle. So, you know, not a, uh, many of us had an opportunity to travel in 2020. And so, you know, you get you a can of Seville and you have your vacation right there in the bottle. You'll feel like you're in the tropics.
0: I was going to say was traveling from the living room to the dining room bedroom that's right <laughs> i think that's all we were able to do but you're right on there with at least we were able to have a good cocktail while we moved around our houses <laughs> that's right that's right that's- and then i personally know that Savili has some really cool upcoming launches so do you want to share what Savile has planned for 2021 and beyond
1: Our plans for Savile right now, we're basically based here in California, but it can be ordered all over the country. And I guess it will ship into other countries as well, but we're, we're planning to bring our brand to Illinois. Hopefully soon Uh, we're working, we're talking to a distributor now to try to get them to take us on, but we would like to just expand into different markets and even into other countries. So from doing different shows, we know that our flavor profile agrees with various different palettes and people just love love the brand. They love that citrus, pineapple y, not too sweet rum taste. So we just like to expand it to different markets.
0: First and foremost, we asked all of our guests this question how do you handle TMI? So are there any ways where, you know, you're getting all this social media, the news? How do you decompress it all? How do you make sense of everything that's going on? Do you maybe enjoy
1: a cocktail every now and then? Well, you know what? Since COVID, uh, cocktail sales are up. (laughs) (laughs) What a shock. (laughs) You know, with people sitting at home, I mean, you know, it's just so much going on in the news that People have to unwind. Now, I'm not one to say turn yourself into an alcoholic, but... You know, sometimes when you have just a, a little cocktail or something, a, a drink of Seville you know, it will relax you and just take you away. And that's one of our taglines is Cevile take me away. And it's and that's what I believe our brand does. Our brand will take you away to wherever you want to go. If you're in the party mode, you can sit there and party in your house by yourself or with your loved ones. Or if you just want to just relax, hey, just have a, a glass of Seville but you got to sometimes just put the media on hold and and just, you know, just relax and enjoy yourself.
0: And for people wanting more information, what is your website and social media handle?
1: I would love your listeners to uh, take a look at our website, Seville Cocktails. Dot com and that's spelled s S in Sam A is in Apple V is in Victor I L E is in Edward cocktails.com. just a click on our website and learn a little bit about our journey and there's also a place on our website where you can actually buy and it will route you to retailers. <laughs> who sell the brand. And then also that if you're looking to distribute our brand, uh, please contact us. We are looking for distributors. And uh, yeah, and our social media is a drink. The word drink Savile, so so that's S-A-V-I-L-E. Drink Savile is our social media handle. And please,
0: uh, you know, follow us. Dee, thank you so much for the good conversation. I'm ready to enjoy Savile, a taste of the islands, while dealing with the Chicago winter. To all of our listeners, cheers.